Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, here we go. Great start to the week on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve, producer Don McClain. Woo! Hey, guys, hey. Hey, what's up, Donna? Oh. I'm just bracing myself for the snow. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Juhas, the mad scientist of meteorology from Channel 5, sent out an email last night, and it said a potential of one to three inches of snow in and around the metro on Tuesday. Hmm. What you gonna do? Mm. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Look at, look at your seven-day forecast. You find me days that are out of the 40s, if not 30s. It's happening. It's coming, it's guys. Happening. It's, it's coming. happening. Winter it's happening a little coming. earlier than we thought. Yeah, I didn't finish pruning all my stuff. I'm glad I. Uh, I'm glad I mowed my lawn for the last time this weekend. I they didn't. say, thank you for asking, that you want to get your lawn to about two and a half to three inches prior to snowfall. Hmm. And that's where you want it to be. It's kind of in a sweet spot. Not long enough where it's going to mildew and things below it are going to grow yucky things in the spring, Donna. Uh-oh, too late. But not short, too short where you're dulling the blade and harming the, the, the blades of grass and the oh, roots. This is complicated. You're D right it is. Well, I missed the boat. Oh, no, I, I did not mow. It's just a little long. I just figured that it would be taken care of with fall cleanup. Oh, you have people come through for fall cleanup, Oh, God, huh? I hate when it snows on top of the leaves. Oh, it sucks yeah. so bad. Oh, my whole yard is completely covered in oh, leaves. Oh, it's awful. Oh, uh, well. Oh, man, and I just pay for aeration and overseeding. Oh, oh man. You need Tuesday. to leave the show right now and go rake some leaves. Yeah. I know, right? Tuesday, Dang. cloudy, high of 36. <laughs> high of 36. Cloudy with a mix of rain and snow, mainly snow from noon until 5 p.m. with two to three inches of slushy snow accumulation for the Twin Cities. Chance for rain and snow? 90%. Ooh. All right. That's okay. okay. Whatever. What are we going to do? You can't fight nature, right? That's right. Do the best we can. That's all you can do. I'm not going to complain about it. There are wildfires going on. That's true. That's There's true. all sorts of stuff. It's You're just right. Like this You're... is benign. You know, benign. Benign. <laughs> Dawn, did you go to that uh, deadly drive-in? I did. Yeah. How was it? It was super fun. Uh, it's, I think there's some tickets left uh, for a couple of days. It goes until November 1st, uh, put on by Flip Phone Ooh. Events. And it was really fun. It's um, they, They're having it where the old Herbergers parking lot, like down underneath the hill there. Oh, cool. And oh, they cool. set up these tents. And what you do when you get there, 
You check in with them, buy tickets in advance. They give you a QR code that you scan in. And uh, before you go in, you need to get there like 20 minutes early. You watch a little video. That's what the QR code it does. It explains everything for you. Oh. So basically what happened is that we pulled into these stalls, basically just like tents. And um, it was like eight cars at a time, I think, could do this. But you're in your own little area. Like you okay. don't see the other cars. Then they give you a radio that's turned to a frequency. Oh, so you cool. listen to this whole drama going on you know and it's like people are trapped in the mall and there's a killer and then in your little area then the creatures start to come out like then you have people in masks and it's not for anybody under 14 they say they don't want kids to be too scared oh okay um, okay. so you don't know what's happening there's all these strobing lights they have fog they have um you know and you've got this broadcast going on it's about a 30 minute thing and they come around your car and they you know they're trying to open the doors and you have to give them the keys also before you because they don't want anyone to get too scared and like floor it yeah into the next car in front of them so you sit in your one yeah you're just in your you're just in your car and the whole (laughs) thing happens around your car and it's just a man nobody has been able to do anything it is clever and at the beginning of the video um um, they they talk about how they've been doing this in Japan and they kind of took the idea from uh, the Japanese that are doing this because mm. of social distancing and that we can't be around people. I it's love like it. a new way to do a haunted house inside your vehicle. And it's great that these creative people get to continue to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's the thing like with theater. Yeah. Musicals. Stage I know productions. these actors are getting a chance now. It's outside and they have to. Brave the elements, it sounds like. I would have now, never but... thought of having to take the keys. But boy, that makes sense. When you get scared, you get panicky, your foot hits the <laughs> yeah, pedal. And then, yeah, the next thing you know. Right, you the got... actors are getting hurt. So right. yeah. your vehicle's off, but your doors are locked, and boy, do they try to get in. It's oh, pretty no. scary. And they have like little, they have like, you know, they squeegee off your car afterwards because they have a lot of fake blood and oh stuff. And it's just, wow. it's, it's Did fun. you take video? No, they, you, you can't use your cell phones inside, okay. but, um, wow. but yeah, it's, it was fun. I liked it. It was like something to do. We were, I was screaming the whole time. There was this flap <laughs> that was blowing because, you know, your car is in this tent and they have these plastic flaps that come down. Well, one of them was kind of loose and blowing. And every time the flap would blow, I thought it was a person. Oh, you're jumpy. Oh, my God. Because they come around the sides like low. So you don't see them. And then all of a sudden, they're in your window. Oh, my gosh. This sounds like so, aside from the horror part of it, yeah. it's so Disney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so interactive and right. creative. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool that they've found a way to still have fun during the Halloween season. And it's and called Deadly Drive-In. Uh, Deadly Drive-In, right? And you can also don't eat before you go because Crave has a whole, oh. like a little, about eight different things that you can get. So you can get French fries, cheese curds, things like that, and they'll nice. bring them to your car. You just order it, some drinks and stuff. Can Here's I ask how question. much? Oh, um, oh personal. Wow. Gosh, I don't know. I haven't looked. It, it's been a while since I since you went brought through the tickets. and ordered them. I think... Yeah. I don't know, 50 to 75, but oh. you can have up to six people in your car. Oh, so, so you're just paying for the car load. Yeah, you're paying for the car oh, load. Oh, that's yeah. great. What's your question, Steve? Um, I was going to ask, what would the late, great G.R. Herberger think of Herberger. this? Herberger. If you raised him from the dead and said, let me show you Herbergers. Maybe he's a part of it. You <gasps> never know. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
<laughs> I love that you knew his name. I looked it up. I know. JGR. <laughs> the great. GR. What does that stand for? The, the Gary. Uh, Gary. Randolph. Randolph Herberger. Is that real? I don't know. George. Oh, you're just making it up. F. Oh, okay. George Robert Herberger. 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 We gotta go. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, I hope you will join us because Steve came with a pocket full of things that make him go, huh? I'm gonna tell you something about Pulp Fiction that is gonna blow your mind in regards to time. Okay? Okay. You just stick around for that. That and other useless things that you just don't need to know coming up after the break on Donna and Steve on my talk. I wonder when you go if I stay. Oh, hey guys. Back hey. at it. Hey. Didn't know if we were coming back. Oh, we're back, Steve. Nice. We got picked up for another segment. You no, got it. It. Wouldn't that be miserable? Time for some fun facts. Mm. On the Donna and Steve show. You ready? Let's do it. Yeah. Well, now this on Pulp Fiction, a movie I've never seen. But I know that you're supposed to say a Royale with cheese, and then people think you've seen it. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Okay. Pulp Fiction was in theaters closer to the moon landing than to today. Oh, wow. my God. Let me explain the numbers. It came out in 1994. I was Whoa. 11. That was 25 years after the moon landing, 26 years ago from right now. Wow. Um, Everybody say their age. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yes. I could spend, if you put me on a mountaintop, I could spend like a full week just contemplating time and the passage of time. Yeah. I do the same thing. You know, like I'll go, I'll think to myself, I've been away from home longer than I'd been alive when I left. You know, like I play all those weird math games. But boy, doesn't it show you how pivotal the first 20 years of your life are? Yes. In terms of imprinting your identity and and what, what is home and what is, because when you were five, it's like that was the only experience you ever had was in that place. Right. Also, time seems slower then because when, like, let's think, you're eight years old. That was, so when you turned eight, eight to nine felt much slower than 38 to 39 because you had only experienced eight years. So it was a larger percentage of your life. You got it, buddy. That's called math. Don't forget Money Monday today coming up at 1130. Speaking of math. Put me down for a yes, queen. (laughs) Wait until I tell you about a ceiling fan trick. A ceiling fan trick that I read out loud to the room this morning. No one knew that it was a way to save energy. (gasps) I think this is crazy. I didn't even know it had this function. Moving on. I think I might know what it is. You shut your dirty mouth. Whoa, what got into me? All right. I didn't mean that. No one knows for sure when the fire hydrant was invented. Why? Because the patent was lost in a fire at the U.S. Patent Office in 1836. <laughs> ah, done. That's dark. Jeez, Louise. Wow. Listen to... She's wicked there. witch cackling back there. 
that's hilarious. Oh, your October laugh, your late October laugh is very... She's <laughs> <laughs> wow, very witchy. This is her. She play, She's dressed up as the Wicked Witch before. Was the Wicked Witch of the East in Wizard of Oz a nice witch or also a bad witch? No, she's bad. But no, the Wicked Witch of the West was the bad oh, one. The Wicked no. Witch of the East was caught under the, the house. Yes. And well, then, it depends. Uh, are you talking about Wicked or are you talking about Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Uh, she was nice. The other one. Right? The East one was the nice one. She was like Kalinda or something. Yeah. The, oh, the nice <laughs> witch. She was the princess witch. Gwendola. Gwendola, yes. Five out of five scary games. <laughs> oh, oh, see, that's Dawn. That was actually Dawn laughing at the end Live. right there. Yep. Speaking of evil empires, Amazon. Boom, 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 ting. Named one of its buildings in Seattle after its first customer. He's a software engineer named John Wainwright who bought a computer book for $27.95 back in 1995. So now they have a Wainwright building named after one of its first customers. After its very first customer. That'd be cool to be Wainwright, you know? John Wainwright. Things that make you go home. Blink-182 realized that their album, California... Let me let me read it correctly this time, if you guys want. Okay, I'll take the correct reading. Okay. Blink-182 released their album, California, on July 1st, 2016, because that's the 182nd day of the year. But they forgot it was a leap year. Uh, no. That was actually the 183rd day. They should have released it on June 30th. Uh, do you remember, I guess, this year was a leap year? Hmm. None of us remember because oh, it's in the so before. Many things have been going on. Yeah, especially this was starting in February, yeah, was. March. Oh, and we boy. were probably like, during leap year, like, oh man, isn't this silly? It's leap year. <laughs> yeah. We have no idea. We're like, what are you going to do on Leap Year? I'm going to yeah, dress yeah. up like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is going to be the, the most complicated thing we deal with all year. Oh my God. All it's so year. weird. All year. Dress all up year. like a frog. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> I love it. Are we doing Halloween or no? We're going to do it. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, the person <laughs> who gets credit for pushing Canada's universal health care. It's Tommy Douglas. Good old Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, a former premier from Saskatchewan and also happens to be. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Kiefer Sutherland's grandfather. No. What? Kiefer Care. That's what they should have called it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't that something? That's not a bad Halloween costume. Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I still want to be Pence and just put a wig on with a fly on top of it. Do it, no, Donna. Steve Martin already did it. I know. He, he that's the it. problem. He stole my he idea. He stole your bet. Dang 
Damn it. He stole your bit. Um, you could be, if you're trying to go political, uh, I don't know, you could probably be, you could, you could be Hillary, Hillary Clinton. What do I do? Just wear a pantsuit? Um, yeah, pantsuit. Um, yeah. And maybe like a button that says I was robbed or something. Yeah, something, (laughs) you need something that like harkens back to 2016. Do you remember, can I just go political for one second? It's just, just an observation of event planning. Okay. They had Hillary Clinton in 2016. All the polls were like, she's going to win. She's going to win big. And then, of course, we know what happened. Um, she was set to give her acceptance speech at a building that had a glass ceiling so that it would represent breaking through the glass <gasps> ceiling, a female president. No. Oh, I mean, you want to talk about secondhand embarrassment. That right? was like, ooh, man. Must have been triple pain. Yeah. Why, why are you doing here? I don't know. Triple pain. Pain. Hey, how oh, nice, Donna. Nice. Go okay. All right. I watched a little TV over the weekend. Hi. Did you say I? Hi. <laughs> oh, I. I thought you were going to say I did too. All right. Exactly. I. Um, all right. So I watched some Saturday Night Live. Tell you about that. <laughs> tell you a TV show that I really am done with, and I mean it this time, oh, and I'll tell you why I when don't we come you. right back. No, it's true. I'll tell you about it up next. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. So I was really excited about Saturday Night Live yeah. over the weekend. What happened? Yeah, Issa Rae was on. You were so excited for yes, her. Yes, love her. I think she's awesome. She's funny. She's talented. She's beautiful. She's smart. I just wish she had better material provided to her. Yeah, you can't blame her probably. No, I mean, she went in it, just like most of these hosts, just giving it her all with, you know, the material she's given. There was one sketch that I thought had potential, but then it didn't really go anywhere. And it was a dinner date sketch Hmm. where she and Chris Red are on a date together and they both look like very attractive people. And then like these other people start walking in who look like they just basically crawled out of a dumpster. And they're like, hey, and it's an ex-boyfriend of hers. And he's like wait, you dated that guy? So it kind of, it had potential, but then it just kind of... That's funny. That's a funny concept. Exactly. And then it just kind of fizzled out. Because you know how when you find out somebody average is dating like this hot chick, that guy (laughs) becomes even hotter to you because you're like, wow, what's he got that I didn't know about? A little insight into Donna Valentine's (laughs) psyche Sounds like it, yeah. I feel like it's a common a common thing in movies like even toby on this is us remember yeah. his ex-wife was like this hot babe like supermodel yeah oh. and then do you remember that no line? no but i know that you don't like toby but interesting to hear that you kind of found him a little hotter no, so this is almost I like can't. an angry start to your relationship <laughs> with him because you say toby's got a goby yep, yep. but yeah, it's because he's too hot for you to handle maybe maybe that's it steve anyway it's i i don't even think there's a a sketch worth revisiting the uh, there was one that steve i thought you would think was hilarious oh what was and it about? this one involved kyle mooney Love there, kyle he mooney. and Issa Rae are backstage and he's like talking to her and he starts doing all these dance moves because she's right outside of bieber's 
mm. dressing oh, room. Oh, yeah. It is, it's very visual, but he's trying to do all these dance moves and he's awkward and weird. And it, to me, that was maybe the best sketch of the night. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. How was Justin Bieber, the Biebs? Fine. Okay. He was fine. Sulky. Chance the Rapper showed up, huh? He did. Yeah. He was part of that sketch, actually, that I was just describing. But I just kind of feel. Bummed. I felt disappointed. Mm. I just feel like, are they running out of material? Do they need fresh writers? Well, Steve, mm. you said, well, whenever we watched the uh, the season premiere, you mentioned something that made me see it in a different way. We got to also talk about the directing of this and when they're oh. moving the cameras yeah, because yeah. they're waiting for their cues. I didn't even think about that. I always assumed that the camera was moving according to the actor's cues, but they're sort of, well, it's it's a direction. They're waiting to say their lines. Yeah, because you the can't deliver moves. your line if you're not on camera. If the camera doesn't move. They should you know? just roll with it like it's a play. Right. Whatever's yeah. captured is captured. Absolutely. You know, it just takes all the energy out of it when you have those pauses that you can drive a truck through. Right. Yeah. And you see, how, how was the how was the cold open? Because that's where I noticed that was watching that first debate with. Same. Uh, where it was like you're there's this long pause and then you're like who's going to say something and then boom they take Jim Carrey and then Jim Carrey delivers his line and you're like oh they're well, waiting they're it, waiting and it's like and timing as we know is it. everything yeah it, you know it that might be a little inside baseball cuz i don't know that everybody's noticing that mm. you know what i mean i think just because like steve you work in tv you've done a lot of stage productions i went to school for tv they have a yardstick and like directors will sit i've had directors sit in the audience when we're rehearsing and just beat it in time and say keep this pace keep this pace oh wow keep it keep it keep it keep it keep the momentum going and it's just dies yeah see i think that people i I know you mean donna that's kind of inside baseball in the way of like how it all works but i think what the average viewer does notice is just the lack of comedic timing when the directing feels like it's a little bit slow. You might not know, oh, is that a directing thing that's coming from the control room? But you sense, oh, the comedic timing right. isn't there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. timing is... Everything! You're my buddy. You're my best baby buddy, boo. <laughs> um, it was a little different because, first of all, Jim Carrey oh, is fantastic. He is so good. I just love his Biden because he's even got his voice down. He's just, I think he's doing a great job. What they did this time. Yeah, what did they do because of the town halls that were this week? So what they were doing was showing both town halls as if you were watching them on TV. Mm. So they would change the channel. Oh, Oh, okay. okay. That's fun. So you get the, yeah, in between each. So it kind of bought them a little time. Sure. And it almost seems as if it wasn't live. Mm. Like maybe they did pre-record this. But I think it was fine, but I did notice a little bit about what you guys are talking about. Mm, there, yeah. is, there is a little clunkiness. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But still, I mean, I feel like they're working it out. Jim Carrey's new to this cast. I don't know. Yeah. It, and also, Alec Baldwin, his. Do we like his Trump? I don't like his Trump. I don't That's think just it's me. the best. Really? Think... Yeah. Who's better? Mm-hmm. I liked um, Daryl Hammond a little bit better. Okay. He, he used to do it way back in the day. 
But see, I really like, here's the problem. When you know that there's someone someone online who does, a, there is a guy, gosh, what's his, I'm going to find his name. Um, and he does the best, the best Donald Trump impression that I've <laughs> ever seen. And I love presidential impressions. I don't care what party's in office. I don't care who, I just love, yeah. I don't know why. I just love Presidential impressions. I even loved. Remember when they would do Ross Perot on SNL back in 1992? Can I finish? 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 Can all of the late night guys have learned how to do a quasi Donald Trump. Remember Jimmy Fallon had, well, remember he famously had uh, Donald Trump on and played with his hair. And some people said that made him go up in the polls four years ago. He looked likable. But uh, <laughs> Fallon was doing a pretty good um, President Trump for quite some time, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. We're all I'm going to effort it. Okay, you, you effort continue. it. Uh, yeah. I will. Uh, we'll get to Bieber's performance coming up in the beat at 10 o'clock. I wanted to tell you guys that I tried to watch another episode of Ratchet. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. I feel like something bad is going to happen to me for watching this. It's what? so out there. It's so wrong. It just, the, the one thing about this show is it's beautiful. Uh-huh. It is so beautifully shot. It is, the colors are gorgeous. It's just so wrong. It's so, like, I feel like I'm probably watching leftovers of um, Asylum. Okay. American Horror Story, Asylum. Like, there's bad things. It's it's just bad things happening to people being decapitated. It's gory. It's merciless it's merciless it's i don't know what's wrong with this guy that this stuff is in his head it's like ryan murphy yes it's like weirdly mixing sex (laughs) and gore and murder and torture (laughs) it's just i just feel like a bad person watching it wow this is not for you wow just give it up man yeah walk away don't put yourself through it release yourself okay Okay. three episodes that's that's my magic number free your mind free your mind how how far are you in bly manor three episodes donna i think you got to give that one up too just a friend a friend here Dawn is, respectfully Dawn, uh, kind of deranged. And so she's good with this kind of stuff. Yep. You, it's harmful to you. You carry it with you. You don't sleep well. What, you're you want right. to watch Blind Manor? last night. Yeah, you're not going to sleep well the rest of the week. You're going to think, I bet you, the ghost of my roommate is going to come and kill me. Yep, whenever I hear something, I'm like, oh my God, there's something evil lurking outside my door. Wow. It's really damaging. This is like... Who gave this guy a job? Wow, you really <laughs> going after Ryan Murphy? What about the act? What about the uh, oh, writers? the acting is uh, fantastic. The no. writers, though, aren't they to blame too? Yes, because, because this is just his concept. His, exactly, they're the ones coming up with the twisted ideas. I mean, it's yeah. just terrible. Like the worst things that your mind can conjure up, he puts on the screen. 
And uh, my question, I <laughs> guess, not, is... What's up with that? I need to start watching this. <laughs> Here goes Dre. done. My question is, why? Why? When you can create so many other things in the world, it's almost like circus freak stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. Why am I watching it? <laughs> Dawn's yeah. like, tell me about the bad part. When does it get weird for you? Circus freak, I like it. <laughs> People There's, like to watch horror because it releases stress. Yeah. It's what? because it's a surge of emotion and then... Then there's oh, a come down and there, after. There's a come down. It's almost like riding a roller coaster. It's just, you know, it's like a stress reliever. I think you should just get a Peloton, though, Donna. I don't think... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A little more expensive, but I it, think healthier for you. It actually that. feels like it causes deep, deep stress. stress. Okay, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. see, Donna, you need to do what I do. The... I, I I walked away from it. Now now, this would be like just realizing, okay, um, horror movies are a bad thing for me. I the the closest I've done is watched. Oh gosh, us? No. Yeah, what was it called? Us. No 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 no. The no. one before it. The one before. Get it. out. Get out. That was the scariest movie that I've seen in the what? last ten years. That wasn't even really? scary. There were a couple creepy scenes, Donna, where like he looked out the window and oh, there yeah. was just a guy just standing out there. On the driveway. Yep. Yeah, you're right. No, that uh, the driveway is us. Oh, you're right. Get out was a little different. <laughs> but that was as close as I got. But that read that that lent lent itself more to suspense with creepy moments. But I just walked away, and I feel like I'm adult enough to say it. I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> I just get I too scared. Sometimes I have FOMO, you know. Oh, you and need to get over that. I know, and then I'm like, oh, but I'm really interested in seeing these performances, like Sharon Stone, fabulous. She's so great. Cynthia Nixon, fabulous. Sarah Paulson, always great. I just, I don't understand this, this yeah. gore and. Like something ain't right. Like yeah. this is like the stuff that you would study after you find out who the serial killer is. Okay, you know what I mean. You you just be like, what is wrong with this guy? Let's get inside his head. Like well, no one had any idea, right? That, that he was making lamps out like, of your skin. <laughs> yeah. Well, this you is know? the this this is the kind of movie that he put out. This is the kind of show that he put out. You're plotting this goes back to a Ryan Murphy uh, trial someday. Totally. By the way, love is American crime story. Good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Um, anyway, I'm done with Ratchet. Okay, let me jump in here. Okay. <laughs> Just because I, I, I found it, and I found a very like non-controversial point of this, okay? So this is just in the world of who would I cast instead of Alec Baldwin to portray P- President Trump during their cold opens? The guy's name, ah, oh, geez, J.R. Calvin, Baldwin, Calvin, I don't know. <laughs> but listen to how good this is. And if you could see his face, what he does with his mouth is so good. It's just perfect. Here he is just talking a little bit about, um, like, fixing things. Stand by. So when we do it, we're going to do it toughly. We're going (laughs) to do it with great compassion, great strength, tremendous strength, and also toughness. (laughs) Doesn't that sound exactly exactly like him? It sounds exactly like him. And really this guy good. just does his own little viral video. So that's my problem with Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is I've seen this guy, Balvin or Calvin, whatever his right. name is. Right. I've and seen him too. And he's so stinking good. He's really it. good. But Alec Baldwin's probably under contract. We gotta go. All right. When we come back, I saw something. I gotta say something. Mm. You're gonna think I'm a terrible person. Oh, great. But and I, then... <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be, yours is mean-spirited, I fear. No, it's not. I'm just concerned what happened to this person.
And then if I was a female that was arrested in Florida, I would have been this woman, and this would, this is what I would have given as my name. Mm. That's a weird, convoluted... Hey, good morning, and welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Did that band cover that Cranberry Juice Guy song? <laughs> <laughs> My brother texted me, Scooty, and he was like, Hey, am I missing something? Is this Cranberry Juice Guy, was he already famous, or is he famous because of this? Yeah. I just feel didn't the respond. Same way. I, I blocked him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I blocked think it's cool, <laughs> but I just don't get why everyone... So I think that there's not a lot of good things happening in the world yeah. right now, so yeah. we've really attached ourselves to this. It, it's just very random, because there's is. so many people out there making Amazing videos. videos, where they're like doing triple backflips off a diving board, and you're like, wow, how did that guy do that? Yeah, he's just like, I'm yeah. just going to film myself skateboarding to work. There is a real serendipitous nature to what goes viral and what doesn't it's peculiar to watch did he say serendipitous in the first hour hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight okay okay you should start. Okay, I will start. Anybody who watched 2020 on, I think it was, did it, when did I text you? Was that Saturday, Friday night? I think it was Friday night. Oh, yeah. 2020 did a special on John Lennon and like the last year or two of his, his life. And they had interviews with all sorts of people who knew him, reporters. And it was, it was really good. Okay. It's pretty good. Well, then they interview this guy named Kurt Loder. Of course. And it says, well, and it says under his name, Rolling Stone, blah, 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 music editor, whatever. Uh huh. And I'm like, huh, are there two Kurt Loaders? Or was Kurt Loader from Rolling Stone the Kurt Loader on MTV? Because these two people look nothing alike. Uh oh, Mm. here she goes. Here comes the shaming. It's not shaming. Click on the picture that I put in our show thingy there. Look at this pic, it says. This feels like clickbait. Okay. He was a former editor of Rolling Stone magazine. Right. Nowhere in this person's face do I see the Kurt Loader of MTV. Mm. Now, he's 75 years old. That's crazy, by the way. Which we talked about not that long ago. Mm. Do you see Kurt Loader in there? I linked this up, by the way, at mytalk1071.com. If Kurt Loader Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was in the movie... Castaway. Mm-hmm. It has that kind of a vibe, like a long beard, long hair. Definitely not combed the hair. In. No, it's uh, like he definitely not camera ready. Like someone should have said, "Hey, do you want to get hair and makeup in here?" It's just or... odd that he's seventy five too. Isn't yeah. that crazy? No, I just that's. Weird. By the way, his hair unbelievable for being seventy five. It looks. I don't. I maybe he dyes it. I don't know. Does he dye it? There's some gray in there. But in the top, like his beard is is, is white. If he's going to go to the trouble of dyeing his hair, he should go to the trouble of combing it. Okay. And dyeing the beard a little bit. Just for men. Come on now. <laughs> now, some ladies like the gray beard. 
you know? Mrs. Claus? Okay. You guys, do you see Kurt Loader in there? I do see Kurt Loader in there. I don't see any resemblance to the man from MTV. His nostrils are the same. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, see, I see him. It just, you know, this is, he is older now. And, um... And he is 75. I mean, I need to take a... We've talked about this before on the show, his age. Just because it's yeah. like a time warp. Just like when we said Pulp Fiction was closer bizarre. to the moon landing than it is to today, the release yeah. of that movie. It's just crazy that the VJ, Kurt Loder, is mm. 75 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all that to say, Donna, kind of looks your type. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because Donna's type, as we've established, is anti-establishment. Is, you know, anarchy and... If this guy showed up without mm-hmm. credentials to, I don't know, an after party and said, uh, Kurt Loder, I'm on the list, yeah. I'd be uh-huh. like, okay, dude, nice try. <laughs> okay, it's just, what about it's when he spoke? It's not just that he's older. He doesn't sound like him either. No. It's not... I don't, I just, I don't know. You're on TV. You know, what? what's yeah, so bizarre okay. is that he must have been a lot older when he was on MTV than we thought. I think, yes. he, was in his, I think he was in his 40s. Because he, it means he was born in 1945. Right. So Which means must, in 85, he was already 40. Yeah. I saw him in the mid-90s, so he was 50. See, and I always thought he was older when he was on MTV. I always saw him as the older guy, the older man on the show. All right. I don't know. But maybe no. just didn't look 40 when he was 40? He did to me, but I was only like 15. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're like, you know, a 25-year-old was old to you. Right. <laughs> totally. Anyway, that's what I saw. I'm looking at I'm another... Not shaming. I'm just... I just don't mm. recognize him. I wish... I'd like to give him a makeover. Can we get him on Queer Eye? Yes! And have them might be make able him to. over? That would be fantastic. Yeah. Like, just because you're 75, that's no reason to give up. Yeah, come on. Brush your hair. Dye your beard. We don't want you to... Some eye just, drops, maybe. Yeah, Now, just so you know, there is another... There's a video that I found of him here. I'm going to put it in the grid, okay? Okay, okay. And this one, he looks... It's from 2019, and he looks still disheveled, but but more Kurt Lotery. And this is just from a year ago. Maybe this is just the toll that 2020 takes. Hmm. Yes, he looks much more like Kurt. Lutter. He doesn't have a beard there. His hair's still a little disheveled, yeah, but calculated beard, disheveled. That's the thing that makes the and- 2020 interview looks like they they woke him from his sleep. Kurt, it's now. We're doing it now. Yes, yes. Steve. I'm awake. That's like he looks like he's got a suit on. He's ready for this yeah. interview. He looks smiley, pr- well presented. And that's still the other one image... looks like they woke him up. You know, he was lying next to a dumpster. Okay. And they were like, no, no, "Sir, no, no. No, we're no, recording it. something right now. Oh, no, 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 part no, of it. No, no, no. But wait, I can't leave my rat family. <laughs> <laughs> there was a woman arrested in Florida. Yeah. When they asked her for her name, she said, "Quote." My name is, my butt just farted. And no matter how many times they asked her for her name, she just kept repeating that her name is, my butt just farted. Okay, that's fine. If you're a cop, how do you keep a straight face? It's like the butt talk. Oh my gosh, when we come back, uh, Dawn's going to have a dirt alert for us. And uh, we've got some music news, including... This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more.
All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.